We hope you enjoy this brief insight into the Valley Forge Beer and Seder Festival. It was recorded live on December 5th, 2021. This episode of Fermented Adventure the Podcast is sponsored by Brewskits, handcrafted dog treats made from spent beer grains, oats, barley, and rye. No chemical preservatives, a great source of fiber, and packed with protein. Visit brewskits.com to see the full selection of treats for your dog and your cat. Receive 15% off your first order by typing in two important words, Fermented Adventure, at checkout. Cheers! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, craft spirit enthusiasts, and those interested in the intoxicating world of craft distilleries, cideries, meaderies, wineries, and the occasional foray into breweries. It's Rich Sheen, and welcome to Fermented Adventure, the podcast, where we bring you the fascinating people that are making the mash, fermenting, distilling, bottling, pouring, and delivering to you some of the finest libations in the world. Before we get started, here are a few housekeeping items. Thank you for bringing the podcast into wherever you are and whatever you're doing. We truly are grateful that you've chosen to listen and make us part of your day. It would mean the world to us if you left a five-star review. This helps us climb in the rankings, and it makes it easier for others to find us. Don't hesitate to leave us your comments as well. If the podcast didn't meet your expectations, tell us why. We're always striving to improve. You can find us at fermentedadventure.com. We are on Instagram and Facebook as Fermented Adventure. Email us at fermentedadventure at gmail.com. All right, FA Nation, let's meet our guests. I'm here with Laura Lacey at the Valley Forge Beer and Cider Festival. Laura, Attic Brewing. Talk about your location and all that is Attic Brewing. Hi, thank you. Um, so we're Attic Brewing Company. We're in Germantown neighborhood of Philadelphia. Um, this is our first ever beer festival that we've ever been to, so we're so excited to be here. We've got a cool tap room in Germantown, and today we brought two of our um, GABF award-winning beers. So we've been open for less than two years, but we have um, our Brown Ale, which won a GABF in 2020, and our Maybach won a GABF in 2021. We keep a rotating variety of beers on tap. We've got a really cool neighborhood spot. So, What do you love about owning and operating a brewery? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's been a challenge, to, to be honest, um, over the past two years. Um, but me and Todd, we love craft beer. Uh, we love the community that it brings. Um, there's nothing like this in our neighborhood, so we're really proud to, to bring a spot to our neighborhood and show diversity in craft beer. Um, so yeah, winning medals and, and brewing great beer is, is the best. I can drink as much beer as I want, so that's always a perk too. So what beers you have, which beer, and which one do I have today? So I have the Unresolved Maybach, and you have the Bloodhound Brown Ale. Bloodhound Brown Ale. Let's cheers to the Valley Forge Beer and Cider Festival. I love your beer. Your beer is delicious, flavorful, nutty, little chocolate notes to that. That's fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. Jen with Blake's Hard Cider. Where is Blake's Hard Cider? How are you today? So we are in Armada, Michigan. We are 50 miles north of Detroit. Now, what makes Blake's special? What? Why do you stand out? What's important for you that people should know about Blake's? So Blake's is a cider that is farm to can. We are on our own farm in Armada, Michigan. Um, the families actually own the farm since 1946. We grow all of our own fruit. And as I said, we are farm to can as much as we possibly can be. Now, you brought an array of ciders today. I have in my glass the triple jam. Triple jam. And you have in your hand. Triple jam. And on the other hand. 
I have our mango habanero, which is called El Chavo. So it's a punch of mango with a little bit of heat on the back ends. And it pairs incredible with tequila. That is delicious. I love, like, triple jam, triple berry, triple flavor. This is amazing. Triple the flavor. <laughs> That's perfect. Thanks, and have a great show. Thank you, guys, and enjoy the beer show. Matt with Logyard. Hello. Where is Logyard? So Logyard is located in Kane, Pennsylvania, which is about two and a half hours northeast of Pittsburgh. Now, talk about some of the beers you're brewing right now and some of the fan favorites, maybe some of the seasonals. Yeah, so we have five year-round beers. We're kind of known for our IPAs, so we have two New England double IPAs. One finishes with mango, really good, one of my favorites. Uh, we have a true-to-form birch beer that is, uh, we're the only brewery in the United States that makes that style of beer as well. Uh, but in addition to those five, we also have two new beers that come out uh, each month. Uh, beginning of the month, end of the month. So we just released our 52-incher, which is the New England single-style IPA. Uh, we have a West Coast IPA that just came out as well. Uh, we're getting to stout season, so we have a chocolate coffee stout that I'm really excited about coming. Now, out. is that underneath the table somewhere? I don't see that cake. No, it, it, unfortunately, I was only able to bring two today. Uh, so that's still actually in our fermenters. It's going to be coming out next week. Now, what am I drinking here? What's in my glass? So you have the American-style IPA, our Gentleman's Agreement. That is also one of our flagship IPAs. So talk about the characteristics of this one. Yeah, so Gentleman's Agreement, it, uh, American-style IPA, it's going to be a little bit more malt-forward, a little less hoppy, uh, just very easy drinking at 6.5%. I do love the mouthfeel on this. Nice flavor that lingers, some citrus notes in it. Yep. This is delicious. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you. Come check out Log Yard in Kane, Pennsylvania. Go see them. They're going to be sending stout my way, right, Matt? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Stickman Brewing Company, one of our favorite breweries. You're at a Royer's Ford. What are you pouring today? We're pouring uh, plain chicken nuggets and table beer. So this is chicken nuggets in a can. Yes. I'll take some of that. You got it. So what is the chicken nugget beer? It is a pale ale. So it's going to be more of a happier taste, and that's why it's chicken nuggets, because of the nuggets. And then um, the table beer is a blonde ale, so it's going to be a little bit on the lighter side, easier side. So what is the most popular pour you've been doing today? Chicken nuggets. Hands down, chicken nuggets the most popular one. I am drinking chicken nuggets in a glass. Chicken nuggets, Stickman Brewing Company, never disappoints. They're awesome. Go check them out at all their locations. Lynn with Brewskits. Hi, how are you? Lynn, what is Brewskits? They're made from leftover beer grains, which is actually oats, rye, and barley. Then we add egg and flour and either peanut butter, pumpkin, or sweet potato. So these are great for your dog, right? So what's new with Brewskits? We just love being able to be back out since COVID, and uh, this is my first beer fest. The owner sent me. Why do you think people love brewskits? Why do dog why do dogs love brewskits? Well, the 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 moms and dads love them because they're healthy. And the dogs just love them because sweet potato is really good for them. It helps with their digestion. Pumpkin is good for their bowels and peanut butter. Who doesn't love peanut butter? I love peanut butter. And I do too. Have a great show. Thank you. Pretzel necklaces by Fidget Foods. How did all this get started? Well, this is Uncle Alex. Hi Uncle Alex. Yo, Uncle Alex, when he turned 21 years old, he wanted to be in the beverage business, and he couldn't find anybody who would really hire him for a meaningful job. So what we did was we helped him start a company making pretzel necklaces, right? Yep. 
and we travel about 40 <laughs> weekends a year and I we visit and we visit festivals like this and, um, and this is how Alex makes a, a justified living. How did you come up with the idea to do pretzel necklaces though? Well, a friend of ours owned a, a uh, festival company in upstate New York and um, he said that he saw a lot of people making necklaces but nobody selling them. So we tried, we made 50 necklaces and we sold them in a parking lot and then that went really well, so we started an LLC. Kayla. Yep, with your cousin Kayla in uh, 2019, and, and your best friend Tori. Right. So, what's the future for pretzel necklaces? Uh, we think that the future is bright. Wherever there's beer, there can be friends, and there can be necklaces. I know when you come to these beer festivals, you're going to see everyone wearing these pretzel necklaces. It's incredible. You go, you drink beer, you munch on some pretzels. They're delicious. Do you have some different flavors to offer this year? We're only offering one flavor yeah, yeah. because we want to keep it simple and we don't want to carry too much inventory. But someday, you never know. We could come up with something new. Well, thanks for joining the festival today. We look forward to all the great things from Fidget Foods and pretzel beer necklaces. Thanks, everybody. And that's my best friend, friend. All right. Take care. We are here with Frankly Deep Hot Sauce, and you are? Deep. And you are? I am Frank. That's so amazing that it matches your shirts and everything. <laughs> so how did the idea for hot sauce come into mind? How did you guys start a hot sauce company? All right. So basically, about 10 years ago, Frank started growing hot peppers as the like Carolina Reapers and those big peppers started getting famous. Frank started growing them just for fun because he's really good in the garden. And we started challenging each other, eating them. And I said, this stuff's way too hot to be eating it by itself. Let's try and make some hot sauce. So we started bottling it and making hot sauce, giving it to friends every year as we made it. And eventually they were like, hey, you should buy it. And we were like, oh, here you go. Here's your hot sauce. Leave us alone. And we just kept giving it out. And eventually we just sat down and he said, hey, you really want to try this or not? And we decided to give it a shot. And here we are, you know, seven, eight years later, we've got five, six flavors ready to go, you know. So talk about the flavors of your Frankly Deep Hot Sauce. So we focus, well, flavor is exactly right. We focus extremely, uh, completely on flavor, basically. Heat is is there. It's hot sauce. You know what I mean? So we got five or six different flavors here. We try to focus on flavor instead of heat. Nothing's a one-drop wonder. Nothing's like you're going to put a couple of drops and then hide around the corner as your friend eats a bowl of chili. But we've got two fruit-based flavors. We've got a guava and a mango. We've got a very approachable habanero heaven. uses four different kinds of habaneros in it. We've got a very unique belligerent butternut. That's probably our most unique one. It's got a creaminess most hot sauces don't have from a, from a butternut squash. All right, so hook me up with some belligerent butternut. Absolutely. All right, here, you can hold that. You talk. I'll drink. I'll eat. I'll taste. This is creamy. So when I think of butternut, I'm thinking butternut squash, right? Yeah. So you've got the creaminess of the butternut squash. The heat does just start to kick in. It's a really nice warm mouthfeel, and there's a little bit of tingle. I could see doing this with chicken, with fish, with vegetables, with pork. This is really, really good. You guys, frankly, deeply, you guys are all about it. I am here with Jessica with Swig. Jessica, what is Swig? So Swig is basically like a catering company. We basically travel all over the place. We get like, you know, tossed around and doing weddings. Anything that you can think of that needs a bartender and we come out and we represent anything that we get thrown into. So is there specific training you go through or things you need to know to be working with Swig? So basically you need to be like RAM certified. Some things like this, there was actually no experience needed. But so I could do this. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely, <laughs> if you know how to pour, I'm pretty sure you could definitely handle this. So we have Embark Strawberry Rhubarb Cider. 
We're going to taste this and see what we think, right? All right. Actually, I'm going to taste this. Yeah. This is nice. It's good. This is really nice. Here, I'm talking into the glass. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. You're welcome. It was nice meeting you. Dan, Brother Monk Cider Works, where are you guys out of? We're out of Northern Cambria, Pennsylvania, which is out in Indiana County. Now, tell me about the ciders that you brought to the festival today. We brought two ciders. This is our winter seasonal ciders. We have a cranberry and we have a winter spice. Now, when people come to your cidery, what other flavors or expressions can they expect? We have two lines. We have our canned line. We have flavors like we have pineapple, blackcurrant. We have uh, something called Dutch Run, which is just a dry traditional cider. We have a pumpkin spice, uh, a, a dry hop cider, and we have a premium line that we put in bottles. So that would be our barrel-aged stuff and our you know, really premium apple blends that we get. Now, what do you love about a festival like this one? Oh, I, we just enjoy festivals like this because we can interact with the, the, the consumers and get immediate feedback from them, uh, you know, whether they enjoy it or not. And it, it reinforces, you know, our development of different flavors so it's very important now which one am i drinking right now you are drinking right now the winter spice so this starts out as just a traditional dry hard cider and then we're going to spice it with a blend of cinnamon ginger and just a little touch of clove and then we back sweeten it with a belgium candied syrup this is like drinking apple pie in a glass this is delicious well thank you i appreciate it thank you very much thanks enjoy the festival you too thank you free will brewing company so tell me, what are the most popular pours you have today? The most popular pours, we have the special cookie here uh, at 10%. What about this COB? What's that? <laughs> this is our oatmeal brown ale uh, with coffee. All right, let's do the oatmeal brown ale with coffee. Let's do the special cookie. So what are you getting the most response to? Which seems to be the most popular? The special cookie is definitely the most popular one. Thank you. Thanks for being at the festival. The Duck Rabbit Craft Brewery, what are you guys pouring today? We got a porter and... We have a wheat-heavy Scottish ale. A wheat-heavy Scottish ale. I'll take the porter. So which seems to be the most popular pour today? Equally popular. So you guys are volunteers, right? Paid volunteers? No. Just volunteers. What do you love about the festival? I love just meeting all the people and seeing all the different breweries. What's it like now that we're out and about doing festivals again? I love it. The past two years have been tough, but now we're all out and we're enjoying ourselves. So I'm drinking the porter. Tell me, tell me about the porter. It's 5.7%. This is the Duck Rabbit Porter. Very dark in color. Cheers. Bad Seed. Tell me about Bad Seed. So, Bad Seed, what we have today is a dry traditional cider. Uh, they're out of the Hudson Valley in New York. Um, but this is made with a Sauvignon Blanc yeast and has a nice dry kind of a wine-like, but lots of apple character as well. So, tell me about the different pours you're doing today. So, right now I've got a cider table with Bad Seed out of the Hudson Valley and Cider Creek Cidery, which is also a New York farm cidery. And they're basically opposite ends of the spectrum. So Bad Seed, as I said, what they're pouring today is a traditional dry. The Cider Creek is a semi-sweet with apple cider with blueberry and cinnamon. Very blueberry pie, as they call it. I will take the Bad Seed. 
So you've known this family for, as you said, over 10 years. What makes them stand out? What makes them so special? Well, uh, and when I say the family, I mean the people who organize this festival. And I've been helping out in the Philadelphia area at the festivals for 10 years or more. And what they do is really care about getting the best products out and getting a wide variety of a selection so that when you come to a festival, you're not tasting exactly the same things that you can get at your neighborhood bar. They're offering, making sure that the people who are here are offering up things that you might not otherwise be exposed to. Thanks for taking time to talk to us today. Thank you. Have a great time. All right. The Valley Forge Cider and Beer Festival. I'm here with... Kathleen. Michelle. Jamie. What's been your favorite part of this festival so far? The ciders. Delicious. The ciders are delicious. Absolutely, the ciders. Now, how are you feeling right now? I have been feeling great because I, you know what? I woke up at 5 a.m. I went for a run. <laughs> and how and about I, you? I feel way better than her. <laughs> I feel great. So, tell me, Starfish Junction produced this. What would you say to them about their event? Fabulous. Thank you. Have another Yes, absolutely fabulous. Definitely be back. We're out here at the food truck area of the festival. We're going to get our roasted barbecue soon, but we're here with these ladies, and they're having a really good time. Yes? Yay! Woo! Skits, beer, grain, dog, bones, skits. Your dog will go wild. Skits. Beer, grain, dog bones, a healthy alternative for your pup. Brewskits are all natural and made in the USA. Visit brewskit.com. That's B-R-E-W-S-C-U-I-T dot com. <laughs>